What we're learning, Rabbi Isai, is a tremendous yusayr, a tremendous principle. And that is, Sukkot is not just a celebration of a miracle, it's a celebration of the return of the Anani a return to the Chiba HaRishayim. Rabbeinu Yoyna writes in the Shari Tshuva that a Baal Tshuva, which we should all consider ourselves un- under that category, the Baal Tshuva, not only should they daven to God that God should erase his sins completely, but look what he writes. He writes beautiful words. The Baal Tshuva should also daven to God to erase like a cloud his rebellious acts, and like a cloud his sins. But more than that, the Shayach that God should desire him again, the Yertzehu, you see that word, Ritzoy, that God should accept him again, should find favor with him, and be entreated to him, as if he didn't sin, like Elihu, writes about the Baal after God afflicts him, he will be entreated to God and he will find favor again with this person. Now look what he writes. It is possible for a sin to be forgiven. And this person is now redeemed from travails. God will not punish him. And from any decree. But God has no interest in him. Like Hashem said after the Chet Egel, no problem, but God is not desiring his offerings. But that's not good enough for the Tzadikim. Tzadikim just don't want, you know, God, forgive me. I don't want to be punished. That's not what Tzadikim want. Now look what he writes. V'tavas Tzadikim the desire of tzaddikim, min from among the greatest forms of success, to again God's desire, and that God should want them. This is from the greatest successes of a tzaddik. Not that God should forgive them, that God should have a desire for them again. God should want to have a relationship with them. And that is why Rabbi Sai. Of all the Yamim Taivim, which Yamtif is considered Zaman Simcha Seinu? Sukkis. Why? Yeah. What, because, because we had a miracle? We had greater miracles by Mitzrayim. It's nothing to do with a miracle. It's because we gained the greatest success in life. And what is that? That after sin, God should continue to desire them. That is the entire progression, right? People want to know, what's the connection between Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot? You know, it's like random. First we have a day of judgment, then we have a day of atonement, and then we just celebrate. No, it's a step-by-step progression. Yom Kippur, we gain atonement, but that is not what we want. We're not stopping there. That doesn't satisfy us. We want Ritzoy. We want Chadesh Yomenu Kekedem. Viratzisa Banu, says the Gra, Sukkot. That is why we celebrate Sukkot specifically on this date of the year. Because for the tzaddikim, the greatest joy in life, the greatest happiness is to be desired again. That's what he writes a couple lines down. He says, 
Hashem Elikim Tzivakos Hashivenu Hoyer Panecha Shine your face on us. Ba'amru Chazal Ein Lanu Ela Ha'eras Panecha All we want, God, is for you to shine your face on us. By the way, that is why the Anani HaKavayr provided great illumination for Kal Yisrael. Right? Remember we had a shir on Pashas Chukas. The Anani HaKavayr actually created great light. They were able to see through barrels. It was very strong light, we learned. And Rabbi Sai, the Vilna Gain tells us that when we say that we will see with our eyes God's return to Eretz Yisrael. What does that mean? We're going to see God? I thought, It's the return of the Anani HaKavayd. And that's what we said it means. The great light that we're asking God to illuminate us with is the light of the return of the Anani HaKavayd. Now, Rabbi, in the Shemun Esrei, when we say for we also call it Zamansum Chaseinu. Yet we know it's a separate Yantav. So why is that also? Oh, very good. So maybe, maybe this year we'll be able to add. I have something very good for that. Okay? It's the only mitzvah you have on Shemini Yatzeris. It's Simcha. But we'll, we'll, we'll try to explain, according to what we're saying, that the whole season of uh, Tishrei, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, is a progression of achieving greater closeness to Hashem after the Chedo Egal, Perhaps we could explain the Indian of Shemini Atzeres. He says, look, We find when David was praying for Tshuva, after he said, Wash me well from my sin, and purify me from my chet. He didn't stop there. After David said, God, don't punish me, forgive my sin, David added another tefillah. You know what that tefillah was? You know what the tefillah of Al-Tashlicheni is? I understand, God, you're not going to punish me. But I don't want, don't throw me away. I want to enjoy that relationship with you. Okay. Says the Meshachachma, an incredible thing. And it comes out that originally the Yom Tif of Sukkis had nothing to do with Anani HaKavod. Because true, when God originally gave us Sukkot, we had Ananiya covered, but they never went away to return. So at first, guess what the Yom Tov of Sukkot was? Chag HaAsif. It was an agricultural holiday. If you look in Parshas Mishpatim, Chag HaAsif. If you look in Parshas Kisisa, Chag HaAsif. I said, I made a mistake before. The Torah calls Sukkot, um, Chag HaSukkot, Tasselcha is not in Emmer, it's in Parshas Re'e. In Re'e, Tezayin Yod Gimel. Look in the Meshachachama number 15. V'chein it doesn't say Chag HaSukkos. Lochein B'dvarim, but not in Re'eik, Siv Chag HaSukkos. Why? Hatama pi divrei hagra. We can understand this based on the gra. Kishanitein luchais hashniyim. That when God gave us the second luchais, on Yom Kippur, Moshe Yarim in Ahar v'chazra anane akavayd, then we were commanded on Sukkos. So at first in, in Kisisa and in Mishpatim, the Yom Tif of Sukkos is called what? Chag HaAsif. It's only after the return of the Anani HaKavayt, the Yom Tif of Sukkos metamorphosized into, into Chag HaSukkos. What would we say for Pesach that's called Chag HaAviv? And then becomes one But Pesach, we, you, for already from the beginning, there was a mitzvah to eat matzah. So why is it called Chag Aviv? Why don't we call it... Yeah, it's, a it's, not, it's not only called Chag Aviv. 
it's also Chag HaPesach. Morph into Zaman Cheroseinu? No, Chag HaPesach. From the very beginning, it was Pesach. There was no trans, uh, transformation in the Yom Tov of Pesach. But here, where the element of Sukkah is connected to the return of Anani HaKavot, so it's sort of metamorphosized. Rabbi I heard this past Monday, a week and a half ago, from Rabbi Yonason Sachs, he added another very interesting point, and that is, we find in the Torah, there are three mitzvahs that the Torah gives us a specific reason for, where it says, Lema'an, right? It says by Tfilin, the purpose of Tfilin is, Lema'an, Tiyah, Torah, Sashem, Beficha, Kibiyar, Chazacha, Hitziach, Hashem, Esmei, Esmei, We wear Tfilin, why? To remember God took us out of Mitzrayim. By the way, L'chatchila, when you put on your Tfilin, you should think, that you're putting on tefillin, Zechel Yitzis Mitzrayim, and according to the Bach, if you don't think that, you're not Yodzei, the mitzvah of tefillin. Now we don't necessarily paskin like the Bach, but L'Charchila, when you put on tefillin, you should think it's Zechel Yitzis Mitzrayim. The second mitzvah is Tzitzis, Leman Tizkaru. The purpose of Tzitzis is, you wear Tzitzis to remind you of all the 613 mitzvahs. And the third mitzvah is Sukkah. So just think about it. There are three mitzvahs in the Torah where it's so, they're, they're so fundamental. It's not enough to do the mitzvah. You actually have to understand what it's supposed to teach you. So, tzitzis I can understand. That's pretty fundamental. The purpose of tzitzis is to remind you to keep the mitzvahs. I think keeping mitzvahs is a fundamental aspect of Judaism. Tefillin I understand. You wear tefillin to remind us of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. That is the... Foundation of Judaism, that God demonstrated to the world that He created, controls, and knows what's going on in the world, and He loves Kalei But then we have this mitzvah out of the blue to remind ourselves that we had clouds of glory. I mean, no, that's so... Before we return, and we have a special relationship with the Kodesh Baruch, so that's what we have to remember. Uh, so just the so simple meaning of Sukkot, right? The simply, just, that this is the one mitzvah in the Torah that you have to remember a minor event that we had clouds of glory and it's so such an important fundamental idea that it's the only mitzvah basically that reminds us of one specific event but according to what we're saying it's teaching us a fundamental lesson and that is that after a Jew sins he could not only gain slicha mechila but he could reconnect with the Rebbein Shalom the same way that he was before because that can happen any time in the year no? yeah but it did happen historically on this date. Now, there's a sefer called Ben Le'ashri. The Ben Le'ashri was written by a great Makubal by the name of Rabbi Yitzchak Huberman. Rabbi Yitzchak Huberman was an Ani Ve'evyayin. He lived in the city of Ranana. And if you go to Har Menuchas today, you'll see signs, Hatzadik Meranana. I believe the Imre MS would study his ways. He mamish lived as an Ani Ve'evyayin. My grandfather wrote to him very, very often. And he was my great-grandfather's Chavrusa, in Yeshiva Chachmei Lublin. In the Ranana that exists today, or this was a Ranana in somewhere in Europe? No, Ranana in, in Israel. I didn't know that Yeshuv, the same Ranana that exists today, because I thought Yeshuv I thought was a relatively modern Yeshuv. I don't think he was there when it was modern. I think he lived in a hut. He, uh, okay, so I, I, I would like to show you some of these letters where he wrote, and then if he had any extra millimeters, he couldn't afford extra paper, so he made sure to fill it up. I think in one letter he said he needed money for a talus katan. He's a very big makobal. He wrote this for him, Ben La Ashri. So in the Ben La Ashri, 
Rabbi Yitzchak Huberman, writes that when Klaiso went out of Mitzrayim, the Anani covered, like the Gros says, they left, they came back, and therefore chronologically, even though we asked, the Medrash should mention Anani covered first, but the Medrash listed last because the greatness of Anani covered was not their existence, but it was their return. Here's the problem. Beautiful shear. You go to any good maggot shear on su- and he's going to tell you a shear on sukkahs. This is what they're saying. This is the classic. This is my favorite shear on sukkahs. I've heard this many, many times. You probably did also. The only thing is, it's wrong. Because the Navi in Nehemia, by the way, there's a very good sefer out there. It's called Sefer Nehemia. It says, Beferish, the Anani HaKava, he never left. You can't get more explicit than a Pasuk in Nevi'im, in, right? In Exuvim, that God did not remove the Anani HaKavit for 40 years in the Midbar. That's a major problem with what we're saying. Look in the Pasuk, look at number 17. We say, The Atabar. doesn't mean how to return. I mean, if you. Ay Shafti? Sure. I mean, the Shoresh is that I return to B'nai Yisrael. Hayshafti literally think, means... Didn't we discuss that tangentially when we had the Shia about the Anani Yaakovah? That the, even if we say that the Anani Yaakovah didn't leave, maybe the level of protection, the level of Shina, was not the same as when it, it came back to its full glory. Possibly. You touched on that. Possibly. Take a look at this. In Sefer Nehemiah we find... The Pasuk says, God, in your abundant mercy, you did not forsake Klal Yisrael in the Midbar. You did not remove the cloud, the pillar of cloud, in the day to guide them. You did not remove the pillar of fire to illuminate for them. So this Pasuk seems to be saying very clearly, By the way, I want to tell you something very interesting. This Pasuk almost made it into davening. You know what Pasuk comes before this? That's in the Psukim that follow. It almost made it. It almost made it. Who stopped it? <laughs> The Psukim Bahayom Bakatov Neyam Kamayevim Mayim Azim is Pasukir Aleph, Pasukir Tess is Viata Barachamecha Rabin. In any event. In the intervening days between the, when, um, when Moshe went up to Shemayim the first time and, and he came back, and then, or at least at the very end, Hakodesh Baruch didn't leave the Bene Israel when he saw what they did with the Ega? That's what the Pasuk says. He wants to destroy the people and make Moshe into another nation, that's not considered can, leaving? He wants to, but look, we could, you know, got black and white over here, they never left. What are you supposed to do with that? So Rabbi Yisai, there's a famous question, Toysus asked him, Sachem, and that is, who knows the answer? Are women chayiv to sit in the sukkah? No. No, no why not? <coughs> are women chayiv to hear Megillah Sester? <laughs> 
So why don't we say the same thing? So why don't we say the same thing? They're mechayiv to sit in the sukkah because they, they were in the Ananiya Kavayv. So Tosis is forced to say, looking at it in Tosis and Sachem, Damin and the this, that, we say that they're part from Sukkah. Oh, Tosis has to say, Only helps by mitzvahs drabanan, not by mitzvahs dairaisa. Sukkah is a mitzvah dairaisa, and therefore we don't apply the rule of Afhein Hayu Ba'isahanes. However, why? Because you the, think more so than if they Afhein Hayu Ba'isahanes is a logic, right? You can't apply logic to the Torah. We actually. Once well, explained well, from Rav Gifter. Where does it say in the Torah, Mitzvah says, hey, Zaman Grama, that Nashim are Potter? We learn it out from a Drush. No, we learn it from Sukkim, from, from Yud Gimel Midosh, Atarna Drush. This is a logic. How do we learn that if you're. Having Lohi Ubenesis doesn't apply to a Doraisa. Do you remember Rav Gifter? We had a share parashas in Shemais that, that what came first, right? The. Mitzvah or the event? We always think first came the miracle and then we commemorate it. But actually first came the mitzvah and then came the event. In other words, what came first? God putting us in Anani HaKavayd and then we commemorate it by sitting in the sukkah or the mitzvah of sukkah and then because of that God had to... Okay, we'll leave that for a different time. But we could answer, based on what we're saying, that this Tais is very simply. Tais wants to know why women are not mechiv in sukkah. Well, wait a second. Everybody knows the Torah tells us that we have three yamim taivim. Keneged, the three abais. Pesach is keneged, Avraham avinu, because the malachim came to Avraham on Pesach. Shavuos is keneged, Yitzchak. Because the shoifer of Matan Torah was, was the ayah from the ayah of Yitzchak. And Sukkot is Keneged Yaakov, like the Pasuk says, And really, Rosh Chodesh is Keneged, who? The Yudvei Shvatim. But when the men sinned at the Egel, the Yamtif of Rosh Chodesh was taken away from the Yudvei Shvatim and given it to the women. So what do we see from here? Who did not sin by the Egel? The women. The women. And in fact, Rabbi Isai, Rabbi Isai, listen to this. Rabbi Kiva writes that there's a custom not to wear gold on Yom Kippur. Did you ever hear such a thing? You don't wear gold on Yom Kippur. Why? Says Rabbi Kiva but women could wear gold because they never sinned with the Ega. So what's the problem with them wearing gold? Rabbi Kiva says women, they want to wear gold, no problem. Says the Chsam Soifer in the Drushas, which one you get? To? Number twenty-one. Okay. Ach Lerbelezer, this really Hanoshim Hayu Baisa Anesha Ananiya Kavod Umay Tamer Paturais. Ah, what happened to people that the Ananiya Kavod didn't like? Let's say like Shevet Dun. The Ananiya Kavod expelled them. The Ananiya Kavod didn't disappear. It expelled them. So when the men sinned with the Egel, then Anayakavah didn't leave. The men left. The men were expelled. The women never sinned with the Egel. So they were under the Anayakavah the whole time. 
So what do you want to say? Women should sit in sukkahs to commemorate the return of the Ananiyakavit. Ananiyakavit never returned for them because it never was lost to them. They had it the whole time. So therefore women are parted from sukkah because sukkahs is not a celebration of the existence of Ananiyakavit. It's a celebration of the return of the Ananiyakavit. The Ananiyakavit never returned for the women. Now we understand the Pasuk in Nehemiah. The Pasuk says Ananiyakavit never left they never left. The men are the ones who left the Ananiyakovet, not the Ananiyakovet left Klal Yisrael. <laughs> so when the Gros says the Ananiyakovet left, either that fits into what we're saying, and that what he means that me either it means that the Ananiyakovet just was pol- expelled the men, or you could say a little bit differently. We're going to tweak it a little bit. Yeah, it did not. Re- it was not removed from upon them. Yeah. The Klal Yisrael was still there. The women, whoever else didn't sin with the Egal, whoever sinned was ejected. But or you could say a little bit differently. You could say, you could say that even if you say the women also lost the Ananiyakavod, but the return of the Ananiyakavod was not a demonstration of God being Meratza to the women. After all, he never lost his relationship with the That's women. That's what I wanted to say. Ah. That's so Reb Zelig wanted to say, but for the men, that's not what the Chassam Sarev says. But I'll tell you, the Chassam Sarev doesn't say that. The Chassam Sarev says what we said in the beginning. The Kadadrashis so of the Kapos Tamarim says what Reb Zelig wanted to say, that it doesn't demonstrate a Ritzoy to the women. So Rabbi Isai, now let us explain. Why not? I mean, in other words, sin. when oh. God removed the Ananiya Kavod, it's not that Hashem was saying, I don't want to have anything to do with the women. I love the women, just look, you know. You can't, I can't be here for everyone, for the some and not for others. The sign is to show the Ritzu. Right. The Ritzu was not for the women, it was only for the men. I'm going to tell you two things, okay? Number one, we find in a Medrash that the three Yamim Toivim represent three types of relationships. The relationship of a mother to a daughter, the relationship of a daughter to a mother, and the relationship of two sisters. Again, Pesach, Pesach, we find Take a look in the Meshachachma, number 22 In the, in the middle of the piece, Shir Hashirim, Shal Reb Shimbar Yechayis Reb Lezben Yaakov, Efshir Shishamatam Yavicha Mahu. What does it mean? Ba Tarash Sheitzolai Imay, Amalehin, LeMelech Shehayolai Basichida. A king had a daughter. He loved her, and he used to call her my daughter, and he used to call her my sister, and he still loved her so much that he called her my mother. So too Rebbeinu Shalom, he calls Klal Yisrael his daughter. But not only that, he calls them his sister. And not only that, he calls them his mother. What does this mean? What in the world is this talking about? Says the Meshachach. There are three periods in our history. Yitzias Mitzrayim. In terms of the relationship we had with God, that he took us out of Mitzrayim, did we do anything? Not really. We were naked and bare. We didn't have any mitzvahs, really. God acted... He acted from above without anything on our part. That's like we were his daughter. In other words, we didn't do anything. He did everything for us. We just were the recipient 
We did not actively create a relationship. Shavuos, what was the relationship like? Well, God did His part. He came down on Har Sinai. We did our part. We counted. We prepared ourselves. So we were like sisters. But Sukkot was the greatest relationship. Why? Because we were like His mother. Because Sukkot, we were the ones who initiated it. We were the ones with our full tshuva and with our building of the Mishkan. We created that Ritzoy. And that's why Sukkot we refer to as our as mother. Rabbi uh, Sai. That's what God calls us. That's what God calls us. He calls us. In other words, to demonstrate, we were the ones who created this relationship. Now, listen to this. So we've, we've so successfully. Hashem acceded to it, but it was on our part. Now, Rabbi Sai, listen to this. We've successfully explained the connection between Yom Kippur and Sukkot. Now we could explain the contradiction in the Mate Ephraim. Do you do your mitzvahs before Yom Kippur? You do them after Yom Kippur. You do mitzvahs before Yom Kippur. You know why? You want to tilt the scales. But it would not make any sense to build your sukkah before Yom Kippur. After all, first you need to gain kapara. You need to gain atonement. And after you gain your atonement, you move up. You're ready for the higher madrega of Ritzoy. After all, the sukkah corresponds to the Mishkan, right? Like we say, When did we build the Mishkan? After Yom Kippur. So perhaps there's more of an Indian to build the Sukkah specifically after Yom Kippur. In other words, we'll do our mitzvahs before Yom Kippur. But Sukkah is closely linked to the Kapara of Yom Kippur. So now Rabbi say, now I get it. Yom Kippur, what happened? Kapara. What happened on Sukkot? Ritzoy. Ritzoy for what? The Chayro Egal. And that's the greatest Simcha. But yet we find that as great as a day of Simcha that Sukkot is, there is an even greater day of Simcha. Shemini Atzeres. Why? Because we felt the, the Ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch Hu return. No, because told us. He says, I want one more day with you. It's even a greater day of Simcha. And what, what have we not done yet to atone for the Chayra Ega? One thing. If you look by the Chayra Ega, you find that Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu about the Chayra Ega. And what does Moshe Rabbeinu do with the Luchais? Grace, grace. Nothing. No. Nothing. God told him about the Chayra Ega. What does Moshe do? No. Then the Pasuk says, Moshe comes in. Vayares ha'egel v'hamechoylois he saw the dancing. And Moshe says, What? They sinned with the ego? Fine, they could always do tshuva. But now they're happy about it. They're dancing. When you dance about something, that means you're so bound to that thing. You're so tied. You're so connected. It's almost impossible to extricate yourself from that. So Moshe said, Oh, they're dancing. Oh, forget it. They're showing simcha. Forget it. So what does that show us? that maybe we've gained at- atonement for the Egel, and we, on Sukkot, we got Ritzoy, but there's one more thing we have to do. And that is dance with the Rebbe Nisham, Simchas Torah, to counteract the Egel. What was the Egel? Not the Yasiyas Egel. The Mechoylois. They saw the dancing. So, Mida Keneged Mida. 
The final Makkah B'Patish of the Yom Tif of Sukkot to gain Ritzoy for the Egel is we dance on Simchas Torah, we dance with the Rebbe we dance with the Torah, we, we say the Rebbe now we've completely and wholeheartedly have removed ourselves from the Chedo Egel, and that is why Shemini Atzeres is the greatest day of Simcha, because we're able to completely cleanse ourselves from the Chedo Egel, V'chadish Yameinu Kekedem, have a wonderful Yom Tif, Mayadim L'Simcha.